0: 45, Cultural Conflict at Home with Irene. Panay Canadian Edition. Hey Magical Misfits, it's Kate and Ivy and Irene. I brought her back. <laughs> because we have a lot to say about being Panay and ca- Well, penne,
1: penne and Canadian. Yeah, it's so cute how you say Panay because I've only ever heard it when you say Panay. I've always ever in my life heard Pinoy. And then I hear you say, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because there's Filipino and there's Filipina. So why wouldn't there be a Pinay and, and
0: a Pinoy? Pinoy. Oh, I, like, when I started learning about Filipino culture, I was learning in Toronto, and they were very,
1: <laughs> very big
0: on you have to, like, you are not Filipino, you're Filipina. Mm. You are not Pinay. You're not Pinoy, you're Pinay. Mm. You have to, so there's me going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, and yeah, then then later in life trying to ungender
1: everything as well yeah that one yeah we're not we the filipino no
0: colonialism we're not
1: i wasn't ready for that
0: colonialism
1: (laughs) do you know there's Filipinx now i do yes that was a new one because my cousin told me and i was like ah which makes sense which with the inclusivity conversation i
0: only found that out when i was trying to figure out what non-binary was in different languages and in, in, in even different settings and stuff because mm. mm-hmm. you would have the filipina and filipino and then i didn't know what a non-binary was
1: right well I know, also, I know
0: in english we have they, but i'm just like
1: oh this is why i'm terrible at languages i mean i growing up so growing up i was like there was english and then there was filipino and then there was french in my head And so with all that going on, I, multiple times, even in regular conversation, I'll say she, but then it's actually he. I'll say her, but it's really him. And it's like, I don't mean to say the wrong pronouns to you. It's because there's three languages just There's a language, then there's a gender, and And then then there's... there's... And then there's the noun and the verb, and then I got to make a sentence out of all of it. And then there's three different languages trying to come together in the forefront of my head. I... It's a good thing I get. I'm lucky on this podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't even have anywhere near that many languages going on. I struggle enough with English. No, No. I speak sarcasm fluently, and that's about it. Oh, that is
1: a true skill. That's all. That's all. No, that is a true skill. But I know,
0: especially, especially in like the Filipino, Filipina community, Mm -hmm. the. Prejudices that we face within ourselves as very well high. as the ones from society at large. And then us being in diaspora, we also face Are
1: very the much other
0: side of that, yeah. which can be within our own community slash families. Yes.
1: It's a lot. It's quite, it's quite a jumble. So let's let's unpack. So the first one, like, here... So just in our own community where we're currently at. I didn't really see or realize a difference because growing up, I surrounded, I was surrounded by the Filipino community of New Brunswick. That was, and they're a fabulous group of people. They're my family, really. Um, but I didn't really see the difference of cultures and, and how different. Uh, just the multiculturalism is so sometimes in a very square box and divided. And it's it, when you showcase your nationalism, it's celebrated but not normal. So if I walk down the street in a Maria Clara, it would be like, "Oh, what event is happening?" Where what's
0: what's your what's your costume? Yeah, what's, what's happening? the costume?
1: What is that for? But it's like, why can't it just be a regular? thing in in our culture uh filipiniana a maria clara it's wear worn to school it's worn to church it's worn um just because you want to feel a little dressed up which in these times why not throw it on every day
0: but there's also for traditional wear you have any culture has your fancy regalia oh, that yes. you're going to have for special occasions mm-hmm. and then there's your traditional attire that you would just normally wear, like every day to go to school, go, lounging like, around, go yeah, or to the go to the grocery store. So it doesn't even like. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't understand the surprise
1: of like, wow, you I'm, have your, you, they have a culture, they have their own things too, and it's just, I feel like if we could just see, and it's normal. it's, like, Wow, that's a beautiful outfit instead of costume, instead of traditional wear, just, that's a beautiful outfit you put together. That would make, like, I would feel so complimented if anyone ever told me that. I love those kind of things. Like those really, uh, in the Philippines, really long floral skirts or long tribal skirts, they're very comfy to wear. A lot more comfy than the actual, like, Maria Clara's. And- Because it's not made out of the- Well, it's not plastic. (laughs) That's one, but it's, it's comfy. Or wood. Yeah, I would, I would actually wear them on a daily, but it's, it's seen as more of a traditional wear, which is, Mm -hmm. and it's very difficult to get here too.
0: Oh yeah. Any traditional Filipino fabric trying to get it in North America is. You're pulling teeth. Is ridiculous. And that's also another thing about growing up in Canada, you can have your, Filipino society around Mm -hmm. you in your culture. Mm -hmm. Or you can be like, I don't don't know anything Mm -hmm. at all. All the things I know, I got in a library
1: (laughs) because I could do research in books written by white people. And that's also an issue is people telling our story who aren't part of the story. And that's not how it should be portrayed, because when I ever tell my cultural history that I learned, it's vibrant with colors and and there's the, the food, food, <laughs> and the music and the fun. It's a joyous, like our culture is so joyous and so family oriented. But then when you read about it, it's always about the children on the streets, the malnourished. It's, it's Yeah, it's. They can't afford this, or there's flooding and tornadoes, but it's like you're missing the beauty in where we actually come from. And that's something that I'm thinking more people need to know.
0: Yeah, you can recognize that your country has a host of socioeconomical as well as environmental issues. Mm Because, yes, there's going to be a flood.
1: There's one every year. There's one every year, or a tornado. It's an
0: island global warming is a thing yeah but then there's also the fact that it's gorgeous
1: stunning beautiful lands chocolate hills i mean like chocolate grown on the hills i delay like, research read it google it <laughs> um the beaches are fabulous it's just an Beautiful oasis of opportunity that nobody really sees it. And when someone goes to one location, they're like, "Oh, I've been to the Philippines." No, sweetheart, yeah, we're a of- thousand
0: islands. Yes, we are.
1: Have, we have thousands of islands. And I bet you, you probably couldn't even remember the island that you did go to. <laughs> the geography of Canada. Mm-hmm. You can't say, "Oh, Nunavut," exactly like Victoria. Wow, I did no. It, it would be Nova s- Scotia, just like Alberta. So many people is probably angry in that one comment, right there. Exactly.
0: So you're gonna get the exact same thing if you generalize an entire mm-hmm.
1: island, an entire island of islands. And like, like if you just Mindanao, Quezon City, Manila, there are three of really Ilocos, very common places that people go to. They're like, oh, I gone here, I gone there, and the They're all so different. They're all so different. And even all the way down to the language that you speak is very different. So my mother, this will be kind of a funny story, but my mother is from Ilocos, Norte. So that's the north of Ilocos. And my father is from Quezon City. So my father speaks really deep Tagalog, which is really the overall language of the Philippines. And my mother speaks something that they call Ilocano which is a variation of Tagalog. So to put that in perspective, it's kind of like how there's variations of French. It's a dialect. Yes. Um, So in my life from when I was seven to like first year university, I learned Tagalog. Learned it frequently, can write it, blah, blah, blah. I go to the Philippines with my family, with my mother, (laughs) to see my mother's family. And they only chose to speak fluent Ilocano. The frustration in my body that I learned a whole language to speak to my cousins, who chose to speak another dialect of the same language. That one hurt a little. That stung a little. But it's we still had a great time. It's like wow. But it,
0: it, again, microaggression. Microaggression. It's, it's just the little things. Because Donald, he one of his best friends grew up growing up mm. Filipino, and he found out that he's like you're dating a Filipino. <laughs> And he's just like, wait, wait, where is she from? Where is she from? Where is she from? And Donald's like, oh, she was adopted. And the heartbreak. He's like, I i felt like I just told him that his pet died. He's just like, I just watched this man's face like crumble right in front of me. And he went,
1: oh. But she's no less of a Filipina than I am. Really. But it's
0: just very strange to see that perspective. Yes, that because, association. Because there are, there are still even when i was trying to learn in toronto you the generation and the 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 sense of pride it's different mm-hmm. for the yeah. different generations because the the older generation with your older like lolos and lolas, a lot of them they're like clinging. They either cling to pride, like mm-hmm. you are Filipino, or they want nothing to do with it. They yep. cannot speak the language. You will not speak the language around them. They have it's everything very is one English. Yeah, they will either give everything up and be like, "No, I am assimilated into the
1: Canadian or this is Western who I countries," or they're going to be like, "Oh, look." yeah, this is my culture. and I still have it. And it's still relevant to us. And it's very it becomes confusing as you're growing up because you want to be the whole the whole concept of belonging somewhere. And then you kind of feel separated, where do you belong? Because I remember when I was growing up at home, the conversations we had and and the things that were really important at home, were really irrelevant to the conversations that the other kids were ha- having in school. Like my mother and father were having conversations of things that mattered in the Philippines, things that mattered to our culture, our family. In school, it was like, oh my God, did you hear that thing that happened in like Western Nova Scotia? Yeah. Or like something that happened in like St. John, New Brunswick. And I'm like no but i probably should because i'm living here but i but that's kind of thing even the news that we watch at in my family home is broadcasted from the philippines like they watch philippine news have
0: you noticed that when you're going through social media you have to like a certain amount of things that are filipino in order to even get
1: any of the algorithm to pick it up. Oh my gosh, that whole technological algorithm can be a whole separate podcast, really. Yeah, but I just thought of that, <laughs> no we'll get back to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that one, but you don't really see your culture unless you search for it. And you have to fight to fight search to for see it. it. And that's really the base of that whole podcast that we could say is you have to search for your culture and you have to really, in, when you're in a Western community, you have to search for it. You have to want to understand the depths of your culture. It. Yeah. You
0: have to fight for it, whether it is outside in the world, whether it's for people who surround in yourself your community with. and it could yeah. be your own family. It's a
1: part of us. Mm-hmm. It's that belonging. That we haven't—that is confusing to see when you're in, when you're exposed to two different ways. You've never you haven't seen that
0: belonging. You know the concept of it, mm-hmm. and it's just it. I find that a lot of people either are of mixed heritage or mm-hmm. have their Canadian heritage and their other heritage aside. Yeah, that really uncomfortable kind of balancing yeah. act to find out who they are but it's it boils down to it's a fight
1: it really is. You have to work for it. And when I was growing up, it was it was strange because I didn't really have to. Like, it was always just my Philippine culture. Even on Canada Day in with the Filipino community, we would dance our heritage dances. And that was my Canada Day, was just celebrating my own culture and being proud that I live in this beautiful country and can still be me. And then moving and becoming my own person, I'm like, okay, now I have to continue this journey of having my heritage but without that extra support and now I got to do extra work to do it and that that's also a whole segment of adulting but it's definitely when you're not surrounding yourself with a good support group it's a harder battle to find definitely and that is the tea (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) (laughs) Irene